Overcoming Negative Beliefs. Hello and welcome to the Online Yoga Movement Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about overcoming negative beliefs to start teaching other people and not being afraid of marketing sales. I know this goes totally against what yoga is about, but to really be successful and have that impact and have the financial freedom that we desire in our business, this is something we have to face head on and it's not easy because it comes back to overcoming those negative beliefs surrounding it. And a story I can tell you is a few years ago when I was personal training, I got marketed to by a group uh, called The 1%. And I ended up going into that group when I wasn't ready. I was marketed to, it was a very expensive course, a monthly fee, and I was doing well in my business. So I wanted to kind of escape really escape from the gym and and work a bit more online and and try and not um devote as much time because i was feeling pretty burnt out and a lot of the things that they were getting us to do made me very uncomfortable one of them was you've got to do live videos you've got to go live every day and this is something i'd never done before so it forced me to grow. I was really nervous about being in front of the camera. What what would I talk about? The more I did it, the more comfortable I got. But looking back, I wasn't very good at all at talking. Um, but not only that, I was out of shape. Like I'd fooled myself into thinking I was, you know, in good shape and I'd trained all these people and got them great results, which was true, but I wasn't at my best. I was nowhere near my best and I was trying to coach others at a high level. And this is why inevitably I ended up failing because these negative belief patterns in my head kept coming, rearing their ugly head. And I almost knew that I'd have to do the real work. But my life just got too comfortable. And one day I had an epiphany. I was in a a two-year relationship. We lived together. And it it was too comfortable. And the only way that I was going to be able to achieve what I wanted to achieve was to get uncomfortable. I had to end it I had to move on to refocus on my health because my mental health wasn't great my physical health was declining I was really stressed at the time I was even losing hair and it wasn't good it wasn't a good place to be mentally because I was feeling like I'd failed in my career And I was at rock bottom completely because I'd let go of of that 
that love in my life. I'd made the decision, the very uncomfortable decision, that I had to pursue these goals, that there was more out there. But I kept coming back to wanting to go back to more comfort and ease again and escape the reality of the real work. But in the end, I overcame it and I started really working hard on myself, on my own fitness, on my own yoga practice again. And then today, me right now, I'm in the best shape of my life. My business is on the rise. Things are starting to change. I came out of my shell from someone with very little confidence, with no voice, to someone that just decided to start this podcast to share a message and find a voice. So I'm guessing the message here is that we have to overcome those negative beliefs around marketing, around selling our services and around ourselves so we can actually find the voice to take us to the next level, to be able to serve students online. I've tried the other methods, I've tried the yoga studios, I've done the gym classes, I've burnt myself out, I've had success there, but once I've got that success, soon realised it wasn't a good measure of success. Because every other aspect of my life, my health and my relationships started declining because I was so tired and so burnt out all the time. And if you're struggling right now, then just know that it's a mindset and that mindset can be changed by doing the uncomfortable things that it will take to grow to the next level. There's so many tools that you can use in today's world. There's so many things. Everybody's trying to market to us. This is the problem. Because there's so many things coming at us. We haven't got a clear path. So what I did was I developed a clear path for yoga teachers to grow their business online. And it's called the Yoga Business Accelerator. And I'm so excited about this because it's the jump start that you finally need to make everything just so clear and a lot easier to navigate. I'm not selling this right now, I'm just, I'm still creating the course, but I'm really excited because I get to put what I've learned and share it with other people. And if it impacts other teachers and it starts them on their trajectory in their business, they're gonna impact many lives in the process. 
because we all know that everybody needs yoga right now. We need yoga more than anyone. This 5,000 year old practice can unlock the energy within us to do more, to be more. To ultimately attain true joy and fulfillment in life. So that's what I'm here to do, I'm here to serve, I'm here to help in any way I can. And the best way I can do that at the moment is with the Yoga Business Accelerator. So look out for the announcement of when that is released. And until then, thank you so much for listening. I'll see you in the next episode and have an amazing day. Peace out. Namaste. Hello and welcome to the Online Yoga Movement Podcast with me, David Bailey. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about injuries and setbacks. I'm 33 years old now, but if I go back to when I was in very good shape, I was 26 and I was doing a day's work with my cousin and it was in, in this big house so he was renovating the house, his business was Property Solutions so he was doing the whole thing for them, the plumbing and the clearing out, um, building extensions, the electrics, all that stuff and at the very top of the house the loft needed clearing out. It was quite a dangerous job, and I was the only one small enough at the time to get in there. There was this little hole in the wall that you could get in. So I went in with my mask on, my goggles on, and there was only beams to balance on. So my cousin was like, you've got to be careful because you slip, you might fall through. So I was thinking, oh, okay. Um, So I was trying to be very careful. So once I got through the hole in the wall, and I started clearing stuff out, walking on these beams, it was fine up until my breath started clouding up the mask and the goggles and then I couldn't see. And then all of a sudden I just turned a little bit too quickly, lost my footing, I just couldn't maintain it, and then just fell straight through the ceiling. And then there was, all I remember is everything went white and then, once the the whiteness and, and the noise kind of subsided, there was absolute pain. It was a 10 out of 10. I've never been in so much pain in my life. My arm would, it took the whole force of my fall and it snapped backwards the other way. And basically it was hanging on by a thread and I was in agony. I landed two feet away from a bedpost where I could have impaled myself and broke my back but thankfully that didn't happen although when the paramedics arrived I was I was in need of the morphine that they gave me and then once I'd kind of settled down a bit and the pain had gone from a 10 to about a 6 
and I was in the back of the, the paramedics van being taken to hospital. They told me it was looked like a severe dislocation. They wasn't sure if I was gonna need surgery. And I just remember feeling so emotional because I'd put in so much work in the gym to get to this point. And I was in really good shape. I found it hard to accept as we drove and, and got closer to the hospital. I was kind of realizing, I was asking the, the nice lady who came to my rescue, you know, am I gonna be able to, to go to the gym? <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me a little bit sympathetic with a little smile and said you won't be doing that for a while and then I just burst into tears <laughs> so it wasn't the pain that made me cry it was the fact that I couldn't carry on with my fitness and in the end I didn't have to have surgery the doctor just yanked it um, back into place I'd heard this was really painful so the anticipation was building up as I lay there on the bed waiting for about two hours for someone to come and do it. I was just thinking, oh, this is going to be really painful. So I, I built up my expectation for that. And then when he did it, I didn't feel anything. Maybe because I had so much morphine and maybe tramadol as well by that time. It was okay. And then my dad drove me home. And then when I got home, I'm there, I've got a load of drugs to take for the pain. I've let people at work, let the people at work know that I won't be working. And then I'm there just wallowing in, why did this happen to me? Because I still had goals. I was looking to get back into my best shape as soon as possible. I didn't realize how long the healing process was gonna take. But I slowly got back to fitness. I decided just to do whatever it took. The first session back at the gym was excruciating because I'd went from being able to do quite a lot to very little, especially as I built back strength in my left arm, the, the arm that was dislocated. And I realized this is gonna take so long. So I was willing to do anything though. I was training one arm at a time, I was doing my lower body, stretching where I could. And then I realized that this, this thing, this injury, won't ever fully heal back to the way it was. It can't ever get like, it could take three to five years to even feel no pain in that area. But I persisted, I carried on. I didn't allow myself to quit on this because this was this has always been one of my goals to to be fitter to stay in good shape and I did achieve it in the end it did take five years but I came back fitter and stronger than ever hardly feel a niggle there anymore and I, and I genuinely believe that it's down to the fact that I kept moving and I kept working at it and then I started adding stretching and, and yoga and what went from really painful to niggly annoyance to don't feel it anymore. Now I know this might come back when I'm older because it's, it never fully resets but at the moment 
I'm stronger and fitter than ever. But at the time, it was so hard for me to accept. I then went on, maybe because I faced that adversity, I went on to achieve more than what I believed I could before that happened. I had a lot of time to think alone in bed, a lot of time to sleep and heal and recover. And this time gave me more clarity about where I wanted to take my life. So I ended up becoming a, a trainer. I ended up getting the yoga qualification. I became more in tune with my body and I became ultimately more patient and determined and with that patience and determination, I was able to carry this on to then even go further and work online. Because working online with people isn't an easy thing to do when you're scared of talking in front of the camera or you haven't had that much experience. So what I've been through personally has allowed me to benefit others because I recognize other people's limitations a lot more. Where I see this a lot of the time that people get injured in yoga classes. I heard one story of a yoga instructor actually pushing, putting her hands on somebody's back to push them further into the downward dog and ended up injuring them for like 12 months. Now, if somebody has been through similar similar experiences to that yoga can be very off-putting so it's all about knowing the individual it's hard to know the individual when you're doing group classes that's why it's important that we check we, we send out our questionnaires we get feedback we have the the contracts in place with our clients and i've got a, a done for you template as well as part of the yoga business accelerator um, that's just ready to go and send out you can use as a digital contract just makes it super easy and simple and gives you peace of mind knowing that you know you're covered but then going one further than that being curious you know asking more questions coming up with your own questionnaires so you can help protect people you can know what they've been through in the past and you can protect them when they come into your classes or when you work with them one-to-one. -one. Many of my uh, lessons at the moment are one-to-one -one over FaceTime video call normally. And I find this works perfectly because there's no, there's no other distractions. There's just me and that one person and I, I know all my clients and I know their limitations. I know when I can push and I know when they need to maybe hold back a little bit and what areas that they need to work on the most so this only comes with a lot of experience so my question is to think about for you what have you been through in the past that you can draw upon to sympathize with other people that are maybe in that spot that you were in in the past because a lot of the times we forget how far we've come and try and teach people from the level that we were at rather than taking a few steps back and thinking, this is where my student is. I was there once, this is what they need. This is maybe what I did. And then you can come up with such a better plan. Ultimately, you'll feel a lot more 
determination, you'll feel a lot more patience and confidence with what you're offering if you approach it that way. So I hope you have uh, taken something from the story today. <laughs> this is a real life story of, of, of me um, battling through adversity to get to where I am now to share this with everyone listening. So a little bit of food for thought there. Go back and think about the starting point where your student is at and don't ever expect someone to aspire to the level that you're at because ultimately that puts people off doing yoga and we don't want anyone to get injured we want everyone to feel safe in our classes but we want them to feel like they're progressing as well and they will progress if you approach it from the right standpoint from where they are right now even if this means going and working with them one-to-one asking more questions being curious because ultimately the better you can serve the more your business is going to grow, the more freedom you're going to have, and you have that ability to work with anyone, anywhere, anytime, and get paid well for your services. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope you have the most amazing rest of your day. Peace out, namaste, see you in the next one.